Hey everybody, it's Kylie Gable. Welcome to another episode of the Feminization Boudoir Podcast. Sorry things are a little bit late tonight. Um, we got hit with a pretty serious, some pretty serious storms here in Chicago, and uh, we uh, haven't really been able to uh, record till now. So the other problem is I'm I'm also late getting up the audio onto Clips for Sale. So if you would be one of those wonderful people who purchases the audios, you're going to have to wait a little bit. Uh, hopefully I'll get it up as soon as possible. The other problem is now that I'm upstairs and recording, it is 76 degrees in my house and 80 degrees outside. And the air, once again, does not seem to be working. It wasn't working about a month ago. The problem is, we are due for like 99 degree weather over the next couple days, and uh, that's a really bad time for it to be 4 degrees warmer outside than in the house. So, ooh, Java update. Just turned on my computer. So anyway, uh, today's episode, we will have the wonderful Mistress DJ um, reading a story entitled A Tiny Deception, and I think what makes this story so interesting is it was done by our British author, Pamela Harlow. So I've never had one of our American doms read one of our stories from our British writer. And I mean, it's not like Bob's Yanka waiting the, the loo for the lorry, you know, kind of writing, thank goodness. But, you know, uh, it's she, she didn't have a big problem, she didn't think, with, with slang or anything like that. And Pamela writes pretty, pretty proper. But... Um, so I thought that was kind of an interesting experiment. Hopefully it works pretty well. And uh, I also have a special Mistress DJ announcement coming up after this audio, so stay tuned for that. So this story, not actually written by me at all. It is uh, Pamela Harlow's A Tiny Deception, and it's read by Mistress DJ. Parker pulled Evelyn in close to him as their dancing became increasingly sexual. He ran his hands down her back as they danced, and his groin almost touched her groin. Evelyn moved her body from side to side as she danced, rubbing her breasts on Parker's chest. Yeah, baby, he said as her body rubbed against his. Yeah, move to the music. They kissed on the dance floor, both groping each other's asses as they got more and more turned on. I think we should get out of here, Evelyn shouted into Parker's ear. Unable to believe his luck, he took her hand and she led him to the exit. Evelyn walked with urgency. She couldn't wait to get Parker on his own. I live just a couple of streets away, she said. You know the George Henry block of flats? Parker nodded. He did know those flats. He'd bought some weed from somebody who lived there a couple years ago. I do, he said, deciding against telling her how. As they walked quickly, Parker kept his hand on Evelyn's ass. He squeezed her buttocks and spanked her gently. I can't wait to get you home, she said to him lustfully. They kissed in the dark street, then continued to walk. Almost there, she told him. I can't wait to get my hands on you and your 20-centimeter cock. Oh, you'll love it, baby, he said, kissing her again. I can't wait to taste your sweet, warm pussy. At the George Henry building, Evelyn used a fob to get inside. She held Parker's hand as she led him up the stairs to the first floor, then straight into her shared living room. Parker was surprised, though he shouldn't have been, to see her two housemates sitting in the living room together, drinking and chatting. There were several empty wine bottles, and they clearly had a good night in together. Eve, 
one on the right shouted. She stood up, clutching her wine, and hugged Evelyn. Hey, she said. How was your night in? The two housemates cackled. I know, the brown-centered girl who had greeted her. Best intentions, said the other, still sitting on the couch. She had red hair, tied in a ponytail. And even from the seated position, Parker could tell she was tall as well as skinny. Who's this, said the standing girl, now returning to her place on the sofa. Sally, Emma, she said. This is Parker. She smiled at Parker. He looked embarrassed to be on show in front of her friends. Parker, Evelyn said. This is Sally, she pointed at the redhead, and Emma. They've had a quiet night in. Both Sally and Emma burst out laughing. Parker found himself laughing, too. He looked around the room. He desperately wanted to sit down to feel less on show. There was another sofa next to Sally and Emma, but was on the other side of the room. So how did she convince you to come back, said Emma, staring at Parker. She didn't tell you we'd be up for a foursome, did she? All three girls laughed loudly. For God's sake, Evelyn said. She held Parker's arm. Come on, she said. We'll see you two later. See you soon, the girls sang. Oasis came on through the speakers, causing them to cheer with excitement. Loud singing followed. Evelyn closed the door behind her and Parker immediately. She kissed him passionately, more passionately than in the club or on the street, and pushed him down onto her bed. She climbed on top of him immediately, straddling and grinding against him. She seemed so horny, which was making him the same. He ran his hand up her thigh, feeling the outline of her thong through her tights. Evelyn partially unbuttoned his black shirt, then lifted his arms over his head. She pulled it off of him and stroked his bare chest. Mmm, she moaned, scratching his skin with her nails. She unbuckled his leather belt and unbuttoned his black jeans. She pulled them off, then took off his tight black boxers. His hard cock stood proudly, but it was nothing close to the size he'd claimed. She couldn't hide her shock as she looked at his erect, twitching cock. It was barely ten centimeters in length. Parker blushed. He sat up awkwardly. Are you disappointed? he asked. Evelyn climbed back on top of Parker, kissing him again. It's okay, she whispered between kisses. I don't mind. She took off her tights at lightning speed, then held them in her hands. She grinned as she tied Parker's wrists together with the tights. She then attached them to the head of her bed. Parker was impressed as well as aroused. Wow, he said. You've got skills as well. Evelyn leaned back from Parker, looking down at his naked body again. His hands moved as he longed to touch her, but his hands were going nowhere. Emma, Evelyn suddenly shouted. Emma, Sally, come here. You gotta see this. Before Parker could grasp what was happening, Emma and Sally were in the room. They stood at the side of the bed along with Evelyn, who was still somehow in her dress, and laughed. Emma's cackles were even louder than before, and she pointed at his cock and laughed. He started to lose his erection was worried, too. He'd look even smaller then. Oh, Jesus, Emma said, catching her breath. Evelyn, what have you brought home with you? Evelyn laughed, showing a cruel side to herself Parker wouldn't have imagined. I know, right? She said. He told me he was 20 centimeters. 20 centimeters, exclaimed Sally. She stared at Parker's cock and shook her head, holding her hand on her hip. As Parker had thought, she was indeed very tall, almost a foot taller than Emma and Evelyn. So what are we going to do with him? Emma said, composing herself slightly. 
Evelyn shrugged. I don't know. She said, I kind of feel like I brought a girl home. All three girls laughed again. Emma gripped her side. Right. He is more like a girl than a man, that's for sure. Parker lay helplessly, wanting to disappear as they spoke of him like that. He was completely naked, whilst they were all in clothes. He felt incredibly vulnerable. Let's dress him up appropriately, Emma said. Evelyn gasped. Yes, he'd make a lovely girl. Parker shook his head. He blinked and opened his eyes several times in a row, but he wasn't dreaming. He moved his wrists frantically, but the tights were strong. Don't you worry, said Sally, still holding her hand on her hip. We'll make you into a lovely lady. Evelyn opened her wardrobe while Sally and Emma continued to look Parker up and down, shaking their heads. I can see what you were thinking, Emma said. He does have a certain something about him. I know, right? said Evelyn. She looked at Parker again and smiled. He was utterly confused. It was like a nightmare. The girls were talking so loudly and laughing, constantly laughing. Suddenly they shrieked. Parker was the last to know why, but as he turned to look at what Evelyn held in the air, it became clear. Waving pink frilly panties at her friends, he knew what was coming next. Please, he said. I don't want this. I think we've had a misunderstanding. I think we have, said Evelyn. I think that happened when you lied to me. She climbed on the bed next to his feet and pulled the panties onto him. Sally helped her pull them up his legs, over his thighs, and around his crotch. Mildly relieved that his penis was now covered, Parker took a deep breath. However, things were about to get a lot worse. Evelyn rummaged frantically through her underwear drawer. I know I've got a matching bra somewhere, she said. The other two girls sat on the bed on either side of him. Sally stroked his leg. We need to get rid of his hair, she said. Emma, do you have an electric shaver? Before Emma could answer, Evelyn suddenly screamed, I knew it, here it is. She came to the bed with a pink bra. She unhooked the straps to go around the shoulders and placed them on the bed. She pulled up Parker, hooking the bra around his back and putting the cups over his chest. She reattached the straps over his shoulders. Great, she said. She reached for her handbag. She'd thrown it on the floor in hers and Parker's passion and took out her phone. She went straight for the camera and took one, two, three photos. Please, said Parker. I'm sorry. Please. Evelyn showed her friends the pictures and they snorted with laughter. But they weren't going to stop there. As Evelyn returned to her wardrobe to find a suitable dress for Parker, the other two girls rummaged around in his clothes. Looking for pockets to his jeans, Emma found his wallet. Aha, she said, opening up his black leather wallet and reading his name. Parker Potts. Well, at least he didn't lie about his name. She read out his entire address, then put the wallet in her pocket. You wouldn't want your family seeing these photos Evelyn took, would you? She said. Parker was sweating and shook his head. No. Please, no. Then you'll do everything we say, said Evelyn. Parker nodded. He knew then he had no choice but to play along. Emma rushed from the room, remembering Sally's question, whilst Evelyn rifled through her dresses. What do you think, she asked Sally, glam or girly? She stared at Parker, then at Evelyn's wardrobe. Girly, she said decisively, 100%, as girly as you can. Evelyn giggled as she pulled out an extremely girly pale pink dress from her wardrobe. I've only worn this once, she said, at a wedding. Wow, said Sally. It's a beautiful dress. Well, not every day wear, is it? 
It is for some girls, Evelyn said. Yes, said Sally, the girliest girls. <laughs> she laughed again, looking Parker in the eye. He was disturbed at how bold they all were, how confident. It seemed as though they'd done this kind of thing before. Had they? He looked at the dress. It looked something like a Barbie doll would wear. He couldn't remember ever seeing a girl dressed up in something so ridiculous, apart from perhaps his high school prom. You're going to look so pretty, said Evelyn. Emma returned to the room. She squealed at the sight of the dress. Oh, my God, she held a electric shaver, waving it around with excitement. Oh, my God, yes. She climbed on the bed, turning on the shaver. She wasn't wasting any time. She instantly got to work on Parker's hairy legs. He watched as she removed the hair, taking away his masculinity. Why were they doing this? What were they getting from it? Was this his punishment for lying about the size of his cock? His leg hair lessened and lessened as Evelyn and Sally untied the tights from around his wrists. Could he escape? Emma was practically sitting on his legs. Could he run? As soon as his arms were freed, he tried. He didn't even get as far as sitting up. I don't think so, Evelyn said. Are you forgetting something, Emma said, patting her pocket where his wallet sat. He sighed. He had, in the moment, forgotten about that and the pictures. He had to go along with whatever they said. He had to wear the dress. Even without the blackmail, he had struggled to get out of wearing that dress. Emma sat on his legs, completing the finishing touches to his hair removal, as Evelyn held his arms above his head. Sally pulled the dress over his head, lowering it down to his crotch. As Emma climbed off of him, the girls dragged him off the bed and straightened the dress. Wow, said Emma. It's like being in the presence of a Disney princess. Parker caught a glimpse of himself in Evelyn's mirror. His mouth opened with shock. He couldn't understand how he looked so feminine so easily. He'd never thought of himself as being particularly girly looking, but in the pale pink Princess Barbie-like dress, he could easily pass for a girl, even with his short, dark hair. His chest area looked as though he had breasts, even though Evelyn had put nothing inside the bra. The dress went down almost to the knees, puffing out a lot as it got lower down, which gave his body the illusion of an extremely feminine shape. He looked down at his now smooth legs. He'd never noticed before how skinny they were. He was disturbed by how much he'd transformed in such a short amount of time. He was disturbed by how much he'd transformed in such a short amount of time. Evelyn and Sally pointed their phones at him. Snap, snap, snap. After putting their phones away, Evelyn and Sally approached Parker again. He was still staring at himself in the mirror. They stood behind Evelyn's chair. She pushed him to the side while Sally pulled out the chair. Quickly, they shoved him into the chair. Emma approached from behind. With a new pair of Evelyn's tights, she restrained his wrists again, tying them behind the chair. Now, Evelyn said, let's get your face sorted out. She unzipped a large makeup bag on her dressing table and took out a tub of foundation. Expertly, she used a pad to apply it to his face. He watched as his face became instantly smoother, doll-like, even more of a Barbie. Evelyn found a pink lipstick and put it on him, while Sally and Emma looked through the bottom of her wardrobe. Do you have shoes to go with that dress, Eve? Yes, somewhere, she smiled. Do this, she said to Parker, showing him how to purse his lips. He did as she said. When the lipstick was done, she started on the eyeliner. If you can't find them, she said, how about some of your shoes? Emma laughed. I'm only a size five, she said. Evelyn shrugged. I'm a seven, said Sally. Me too, said Parker, surprising himself as much as the others. 
The girls all laughed again. Emma was made to clutch her side from the hysteria. He, I mean, she wants your shoes, Sally. Okay, said Sally, smirking. We can make that happen. She walked out of the room, stroking the top of Parker's head on her way. I'll see if I can find him a wig, too. Parker shook his head. He hadn't expected that. Did the girls really even own wigs? What was going on? They'd done this before, hadn't they? Was this their thing? Were they getting off on it? However, Evelyn didn't look aroused as she focused on his makeup. She frowned as she strove to draw the perfect lines around his eyes before rummaging for the best shade of eyeshadow. After finding a lilac shimmering pot, she began to apply it to his eyes. Emma took photos of the transformation, watching them both in the mirror. As Evelyn started on Parker's mascara, the final touch to his makeup, Emma returned. She held a red wig in one hand and a pair of silver high-heeled stilettos in the other. I know they're not pink, she said, but these are going to go perfectly with that dress. I agree, said Emma. They're stunning. And the wig? Great work, sis. Sally smiled. I always knew it'd come in useful one day. Evelyn completed the mascara and stepped back, clapping her hands with satisfaction. Looking good, she said. Indeed, said Emma. Nice work. The girls high-fived each other one by one. As they fitted the wig, Parker could no longer see in the mirror. Evelyn stood in front of him while Emma and Sally were on either side. All three of them clipped the wig together as though they were working on a craft project using a mannequin. When they simultaneously stepped away, he guessed it was done. He looked again in the mirror. His head shook, but he wasn't even consciously shaking it. He couldn't believe what he saw. That was it. He was a woman. Just like that. He looked so different. His face looked thinner. His cheekbones were more defined. His eyes were pretty. His hair, though. The hair looked so realistic. He looked at Sally suspiciously. Was her hair a wig? Why did she have a wig? Almost ready, Evelyn said. We'll be ready to take you downstairs soon. We just need to get your shoes on. Although she was addressing Parker, she wasn't really talking to him. She was talking for an audience, for Emma and Sally. They laughed and laughed. Sally got onto the floor with her shoes. She passed one to Emma and put Parker's foot into the other one herself. It slid in easily. He had very small feet, something that embarrassed him whenever someone noticed it. Well, Emma said, small feet. Evelyn, you should have known. Evelyn shrugged. Maybe I did, she said. All three girls took more photos of Parker than looked at each other. So, said Sally, are we ready? Evelyn nodded. Parker, she said, your new name is Polly, he winced. Polly, she said, stand up. His legs shook as he stood. Where were they taking him? Who would he see? We're going to see the lads downstairs, she said. They're all hot for us. And they're just going to love you, Princess Polly. All three girls giggled. Now, Evelyn said, it's very important you don't let them guess you're a guy. Do you understand? Parker nodded. If you give it away, Emma added, it's all coming out. She waved her phone at him, then patted her pocket again. Okay, he said. His heart pounded. He didn't know what was about to happen. What if it was someone he knew? Lads? How many? How old? What if one of them hit on him? Come on, said Sally. She led the way out of their shared flat and down the stairs. As they knocked on the flat to 1A, they could already hear laughter from inside. Good, said Evelyn. Sounds like they're all in. A casually dressed man of Parker's age came to the door. Hey, Evelyn, he said. He turned to the others. Emma, Sally, hello. His eyes rested on Parker. And who is this beauty? 
This is Polly, Evelyn said, pushing Parker towards the man. Pleased to meet you, Polly. This is Jake, Evelyn said. Come on in, come on in, Jake said excitedly. He brushed his floppy brown hair away from his face and walked quickly into his flat. His two housemates, Tom and Paul, were in the living room. PlayStation controllers were in their hands, and they sat on either side of a large pizza box. Hey, said Tom, pausing the game. Just like Jake, his hair was long and floppy, though his was lighter. Paul had a shaved head and was much more muscular than the others. Hey, he said, who's the friend? This is Polly, said Emma. She was struggling to contain her laughter. Polly, said Paul, nodding thoughtfully. He put his controller down, standing up to greet the girls. All of them got a kiss on the cheek and an offer of a beer. Yes, please, Emma said. All of them followed her lead. Paul fetched four bottled beers from the fridge, then invited them all to sit down. Before Parker had a chance to think where to sit, Emma, Evelyn, and Sally sat together on a two-seater sofa. They only just fit. The other sofa where Paul, Jake, and Tom sat was bigger, with room for one more. You can sit here, baby, said Paul, and he budged up, making a space between himself and Tom. Parker went and squeezed in, clutching his beer. Why so tense, Paul said, putting his arm on Parker's back. Evelyn glared at Parker. I'm sorry, Parker said, talking in a high-pitched voice and giggling just like the girls. I'm nervous around new people, that's all. Ah, baby, said Paul. No need to be nervous around us. Is there? Jake. Tom. They shook their heads, engrossed in their game again. So what have you girls been doing tonight? Evelyn spoke for the four of them, explaining that she and Polly had been clubbing, while Emma and Sally stayed home. Cheaper to stay home, isn't it, he said. His fingers ran up and down Parker's back, feeling his bra strap. When no one was looking, Evelyn beckoned Parker. I'm just going to the toilet, she announced. She glared at Parker. Okay, so it's 11 o'clock. The air conditioner guys are coming tomorrow. We'll see to get this thing fixed, because it's supposed to get up to like 100 tomorrow. Um, in the meantime, uh, I am going to be a little bit late getting this complete story up on Clips for Sale. I apologize for that. Um, I will get that up at least by tomorrow morning, if nothing else. And I, I hope if you enjoy this audio, you will pick it up. Also, if you enjoy Mistress DJ and her wicked mind as much as I do, she has actually written a story. Now, Claudia and I co-wrote, co-write, and I have co-written with Missy and with other writers, but this is mostly, mostly Mistress DJ's wicked mind, and it's wonderful. It's a new story on Amazon, and it's called The Sissy Librarian. And uh, I really highly recommend checking it out. It's by me and, and Mr. Steejay, and I guarantee she will be reading it for us at some time. So, not the greatest day in the world for me. I apologize for this being so late. I hope you are having a better week than me. And uh, I hope you're enjoying your summer. I will be back next Monday, and um, I hope you will be too.